And we're going. Okay, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm very excited to have you here with me. This next upcoming guest, very excited to have him. His name goes by Alex Drover. Alex played for the Halifax McDonald's this year in the Nova Scotia Major Midget Hockey League. Recently, he was drafted into the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, 10th overall by the Cape Breton Screaming Eagles. I'm excited to talk to Alex, see how his major midget career was, what he's looking forward to most about his junior career, maybe what he needs to work on this summer in order to improve, and just generally a little bit of hockey talk. It's going to be a great podcast. Sit tight. Here we go. All right, we're rolling. Alex, thanks for joining us, buddy. I appreciate you coming in. Thank you for having me. Congratulations on the draft, man. That's awesome. 10th overall. First Nova Scotian, correct, in this year's draft? Yes. How pumped were you? Oh, it's an incredible experience. Was it? Uh, oh, for sure. Where was the draft this year? Uh, I was in Shawinigan. Okay, nice. Yeah, it was, uh, it was amazing to be able to go up there and be picked 10th overall by Cape Breton. That's a great organization. I look forward to being a part of it. That's wicked. Who went up? Did your family go up? Uh, yeah, everyone my, uh, went up. A lot of my family went up. My grandparents, like uh, my whole family, including my sister and my parents. Okay. My grandparents went up, and also my aunt and uncle. That's awesome. So how packed was like the rink? Like how many like kids go? Like I've never been to a Q draft. I know I've heard of like the Junior A draft, but I don't think I've ever talked about the Q draft. How was that? Like well, packed was, or what? Oh, it was packed. It was it was a phenomenal like atmosphere. Um, it was in Schwinnigan, so like there was one area of the rink yeah. where all the Schwinnigan fans would like would sit down okay and, you know when she went up the pick they had the third overall pick yeah and they made their pick all you know it was all the fans jumped up like uh, <laughs> uh screaming you know cheering on yeah but it was packed it was a lot it was a lot of players there throughout all the rounds and okay. it was a it, again it was an incredible atmosphere just to make draft day so much more special that's awesome so how many days up did you go before like early like were you in she a couple days before the draft did you get there day of uh, the draft took place on Saturday, okay. so I got up there on Thursday. Oh, so, so you were there before, okay. so that was good. What'd you do around there, up in Shawinigan? Never um, been. Well, I walked around. I walked around the like the community a bit. It's a really nice area. Okay, cool. Uh, I had a few meetings with different teams because you know some teams want to have interviews with you beforehand. You know, really? just to get you to know you better. So before the draft, I had a few interviews with teams. So that was good. What are some like the questions they ask you in the draft? Like, are they like hypotheticals or are they like, what what would you do in this situation? So yeah, hypothetical. Like, what are they asking? It's just more like to get to know you. They oh, want to know okay. like who you are off the ice. Personal and, questions. Like, yes. And like how determined you are. So that was like, I did pretty well on that, I think. And cool. I think most of the teams were happy with who, like how, de- how determined and focused I was. So did you have a meeting with Cape Breton before the draft? No, I didn't. Actually. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, I was reading the article. I think Willie... Willie uh, Paloff wrote the article in the Chronicle Herald and when you went 10th overall like were you expected to go 10th overall or when they called your name were you like holy shit I'm just being drafted right now <laughs> like what was the what was the reaction well draft day is unpredictable when I heard my name called it was a big relief and it was, I was so excited this was that was a big moment for me and my family yeah. uh, you know you're never expecting when to go again draft day is unpredictable each yeah. team has their own list yeah and you know, all it takes is uh, someone else to get picked where they're not expected to go, okay. and that could mess up the whole list. You never know. Yeah. So I'm extremely happy to be with Cape Breton. Well, that's a couple things. One, how far is Cape Breton that drive? Like three hours? So, like, you're pumped, but also your parents are pumped because they can drive. Two, you get to play in Halifax, like, I don't know how many, five, six times a year, I think. It's, it's a good amount of games. Just the fact that you're close to home. I know your parents are pumped. 
That's a great feeling. Yes, it is. Being close to home and staying in Nova Scotia where it's English, it's it's a, it's nice, I have to say. And we do get to play the Mooseheads a lot, which is pretty cool. You know, it's a big rink. It's, it's oh, yeah. where I'm from, so it's going to be amazing to be able to play them. I was actually looking at the schedule, and October 27th is their home opener against us. There you so go. So I can't wait to play that. All my friends, they said they're coming, and I just I, I can't wait. It's going to be a big moment. I remember my first game I played in the Metro Center the night before I didn't sleep I was so jacked up it was you know the battle in Nova Scotia game yes where they wore those jerseys it was that rink was packed um oh yeah you'll, you'll have a great time like I can't even explain it yeah I can but I don't want to but I'll let you experience it for yourself for the first time but it's an awesome feeling yeah I, I can't wait it's, I, I really can't it's gonna be amazing um okay so let, let's we kind of jumped ahead here I wanted to talk about the max first of all but whatever Everyone wants to hear about you in the Q draft, so we, we covered that, but we'll get back to it. So let's talk about the Halifax McDonald's organization. I played in that organization, fantastic organization. Um, you're, you're 16, correct? So uh, like you 15, I turned 16 in July. Jesus, so this was your first year, and first then with the Max, first yes, year. Yes, last year was my rookie season with them. So Timmy Boyce, a coach there. Um, how did you like him? How did he develop you? How did uh, how did the transition go? Like, was it smooth, a little bumpy at the beginning, or did you find your play was uh, comfortable at the major midget level right away? I found it was pretty comfortable right away. It was a great group of guys in the dressing room who made that made the jump very easy for you. Nice. Uh, the coaches were the best you could get. Like, they helped me develop my defensive game, just all round my all round like hockey skills. Yeah. And they they. They really wanted to develop every player, so we're a good team. So that was big. That was a big role on our success this year, and the organization itself—it's amazing. Do they still have the fridge in the dressing room? Yes. What do they? Yeah. What do they put? What do they put in the fridge? Uh, it's actually pretty empty, to be honest with you. What? Yeah. Well, you'll get a uh, uh, Cliff and Shyla Blair. They're a big part of the organization. Oh, yeah, yeah, They've yeah. been in there for years. They of do a lot of great things for that for the Max. Yeah. Uh, when it's a player's birthday, yeah, they'll put the cake in the fridge. So you know, after a game or after a practice, <laughs> yeah, when we, uh, you know, we can celebrate their birthday. But that that'd be the only thing that'd be in the that'd be in the fridge. Man, back when I was there, we had a Gatorade sponsor. So we had Gatorade, also chocolate milk, water. We had, that thing was full, but we had to pay like a little. We had to pay like a fee at the top, and most guys didn't pay, so it got taken away from us. Uh, okay. It was like a pay-as-you-go system, but we messed it up. But um, that's cool. Where'd you sit in the dressing room? I sat right sat next. To the, our captain Matt Orman, he uh, I sat right next to him. Uh, I was closer towards the uh, the entrance door. What door? The back door or the front door? Uh, the front door of the Civic. So I know. Okay, so when so you when walk you, when you walk yeah. in, right to the left. Right to the left was the captain's spot, and which then is you, Matt Orman. And yeah. that was the next one over. That's where I sat. Seriously, I'm dead serious. That's where I sat. Did if you, you sign your name on the? Yes, yeah, 16 Justin Belanger. Did you sign your name? Yep. That's yes, I funny. Did. Small world. Next cool. time, next time you go back, open it up. How I haven't even looked at that thing in like ten years. There must be a bunch of signatures now. There is, yeah. It's it's pretty cool. Each slot, each stall has their own like players. When you open up, you can see like you'll see big names like Shane Bowers, and yeah. it's pretty cool. I have to say, Shane's coming on here like I think in August. He said he's I don't know where he's somewhere, but he's coming back in August. He said he's gonna jump on. But that's another thing about the Halifax Max organization. So many players have gone through there so many like if you actually go through each stall and like open up the lids where you sit down and see some of the autographs it's incredible so it many is. um do you know any guys that are on um the eagles uh they've welcomed me very well like i remember as soon as i was drafted i checked my phone and i had players like igor sokoloff noah lowen ryan francis sean miller all messaged me welcoming me to the team uh even big names like kevin kevin mandalazy the goalie in net was welcoming me oh yeah so that 
you know, that makes your the, the jump a lot more comfortable knowing that, you know, the teammates are on your side. Uh, I was actually working out with Sean Miller today. Really? And he, uh, I had a good talk with him, and he said all the teammates and all the players were really close, and I look forward to being a part of that. That's always a good feeling, knowing, like, you're going to camp. Like, you just have people that you can just talk to right away. Yes. Just be comfortable there. When does camp start? Uh, August 15th. August 15th. I'm trying to think what it is now. Oh, so you got a little bit. Yeah, I have a, a lot of time, you know, to train, get a lot stronger, so I'll be ready to make that jump. What do you want to, like, let's talk on the ice. Like, who are you skating with? What do you want to get better at, like, this summer, like, on the ice? Well, um, I want to work on my uh, skating technique, the technique specifically. Mm. I believe I can get from point A to point B, like, I'm a fast skater. Okay. But it's just the technique that's going to bring my skating to the next level and to the major junior level. Cool. So I'll be working with Jill Plandowski, uh, a phenomenal power skating coach. I'll be working with her three, four times a week. So And I'm doing an off-ice mobility program okay. that I've been following so that then my, uh, my ankle, knees, and hip mobility will be up to par. So I'll be able to get that low center of gravity. That a boy. You yeah. ever have that? What do they have that? Uh, it's like an umbrella. They like tie it to you and then you get going and it holds you back. It's like resistance. The parachute. The parachute, sorry. Yeah. yeah. You ever use the parachute? I have. I've used that on the ice, off the ice. It's a, it's pretty cool. I'd love resistance. to use the parachute. Yeah. You ever do any sprints up like Citadel Hill or anything like that? Yep. Uh, I, I do that a little bit with my off-season training. I did it a lot last year and yeah. with the uh, Max actually for oh, yeah. training camp with the Max. Yeah. Uh, that's what we did as well. Who's training in the Max right now? Who's the, do they have a, a trainer? Uh, we have a physiotherapist. Physiotherapist. Uh, okay. uh, at a move physiotherapy, uh, Mitch. Okay. Mitch Squarey. He does a great job. Okay. He's a top of the line physiotherapist. Do you guys still have the gym there in the Civic? There's uh, a, there used to be a gym like right to the there right. There is of a it. gym upstairs. Uh, oh, it's upstairs. We don't use it though. Yeah. There used to be a gym. Uh, yeah, I think maybe Smew or Dow took it over. I don't know. I haven't been in there in a minute. Where do you guys play at? Do you guys still play at the Civic or do you play at the Forum or is it back and forth? It's still? back and forth. It's pretty much even. Where would you rather play? Uh, I like the I like the Civic. Why? It's more of a burn. It's uh, <laughs> you know, it's tighter. It gets more packed when it's like major major games that it fills oh, yeah. that rink. Oh yeah. You know, the music is louder. The hits off the glass, the shots, all of it is just a louder, more uh, uh, compact area, yeah. and it's a lot more fun to play in. It feels yeah. It's more of a you get more of a feel for like the crowd, like just because it's not that many seats, but you'd yeah. rather that anyways. Because when you're in the forum, there's so many people, it can't fill it up. So yeah. I wonder if you guys will have preseason games at the Forum this year against Cape Breton. Because Cape Breton and Halifax, you our, guys always play each other. Yes, our preseason games are at the Dartmouth Four Pad. Oh. So we play the Mooseheads the August 19th and the 21st. At the Four Pad? There's like no fa- there's no stands there. They have a... Uh, Is there? The Mooseheads have a facility now in the Four Pad. Yeah, I know. I, I was there the other day, but I didn't know they had stands and stuff. Yeah, well, you know Pad D in uh, the BMO Center? Is Pad D to the right or to the left? To the right. Okay, yeah, the, I know with the, like that's where the Ice Jam final was held. Okay, it's pretty much the same modeled uh, as the Dartmouth Four Pad, so there is a bit of seating in there. So okay, sounds a, good. That'll be packed as well. I remember pre-game, um, pre-game games in the major midget or the major junior level were like, um, at least to me, it was like, oh, okay, I'm here in the major or major junior level when a reporter came and they're like, Hey Justin, can we get a, a quick quote from you? And I was like, Oh, okay, wait a second, this is kind of a big deal. So if that happens, do you be prepared? Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have the questions that are the excuse me the answers ready. I messed up. I, I threw someone under the bus, and he was just like, "You you might want to re say that." So make sure that you're prepared for it. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely try to think of some ideas. That's awesome, actually, by the way, that Major Midget. Now, you guys are covered by Eastlink, aren't you? Like your games yes. and stuff? Yep. Uh, Eastlink does a great job covering it. Uh, I We got Eastlink at our house, and it's just like the NHL. It's so professionally Attaboy. done. You know, they, uh, they have the, um, I can't think of the... Um, the common the commentary, oh yeah, all yeah. that. So it's. You ever do any post game interviews or pre game yeah. interviews yeah. or mid game interviews? Yeah, uh, all well they yeah they do all of that. They have all the interviews pre game, post game, and stuff like that. All my interviews though this season were yeah. actually pre game and during the warm up. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! So like you're warming up and they'll call you over and say, yeah. "Can we get?" <laughs> yes. So <laughs> they'll so yeah. So we're you know doing their uh, warm up and. Uh, you'll see um, one of the common, like the commentary, yeah, uh, yeah, the people come out on the uh, interview. People yeah. come out on the ice, and they'll say, "Hey, come on over. We want an interview." So <laughs> that's pretty cool. Do you take your mask off, or do you keep your helmet on? Uh, keep your helmet on for the uh, for interview. The, yeah, before the game. Yeah. Uh, like in in between each intermission. Yeah. Uh, during the intermissions, you'll take it off, and after the game, you'll take it off. That's cool. Do they give you the towel? Like yeah. you know how like yeah they do yes. after the game. Yeah. You ever keep the towel? Uh, they yes. Make, they give up. You know, they they let you keep it. Yeah. Out of boy. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Um, okay. So I want to know. Uh, we talked about on the ice what you want to get better at. What about like off the ice? Who are you training with? Are you training with some like major junior guys right now? Yes. Uh, I'm working out of Pro Edge with Pat Busby. Oh, you're at Pro Edge too. So you're yes. with Luke Green yes, and I was, all I, those at boys. At my workout today, there was a lot of a lot of great hockey players. There was the Green brothers, Sean Miller. Yeah. Uh, Alex Grant was there. Uh, oh yeah. Festerlin. Uh, um, there's a lot of Bailey Peaches working out there, Evan McKinnon, uh, the Fitzpatrick brothers. And there's a lot of well, great players. The whole gang's there. there. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to Luke. Uh, well, Luke was on the podcast like two a month ago, and he, he had nothing but good things to say about that place. Pro Edge is a, it's a great spot. It's I was a great facility. I was looking at their Instagram page the other day, and someone someone had to run in the beach or yeah. run. It, what happened there? Um. That was me and Nick Yule. Oh, that was you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What uh, happened? Uh, we arrived late to uh, training, <laughs> and that was our consequence was we had to, you know, jump in the water. <laughs> Where, what beach was it at? Uh, Rainbow Haven. Oh, boy. Was it cold? Uh, we did it after the workout, so it was nice oh. and refreshing. You know, beach workouts are really tough, a lot of cardio. So oh, yeah. As cold as it was, it was refreshing. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, is Al- you said Alex Grant. Is he training there? Yes. Like he's a, he's a trainer? Uh, no, like no. he's working out there. Oh, I'm thinking of a different Alex Grant. Sorry, he was my age. There's an older guy. I'm thinking of a different guy. My fault. Yeah, Alex Grant. He played in the AHL this year for the I. I think. It's oh, okay. Iowa yeah. Wild. Okay, I'm thinking of the same guy then. Okay. But yeah. yeah. That's Jesus. There's a hell of a group you guys got over there. Yeah, it's all the all the best. Where's the Where is it? Where's it located at this place? Uh, it's down in Bedford. Okay. So. Um, I'm not the best with the location, no so worries. I wouldn't. I'm sorry, I wouldn't be able to like really give you a good spot. But it's all good. It's, I so know it's in Bedford. You're like a you're a Hammonds Plains guy, right? Yes. So where do you play Tassa growing up? No, I played for uh, the Bedford Blues. Bedford Blues. Yeah, I moved here my second year peewee, and okay. when I moved here, I I was played second year peewee with the Blues. Nice. Um, did you ever play at the Lions Rink, or did you play all your games at the Four Pad? Uh the Four Pad. The Four Pad. Yes. See, my Bedford experience was all Lions. Lions rink. That's that rink's still there, isn't it? I'm I'm not even familiar what rink the Lions rink is. It's like the the Lions head rink. I think it's called on the top of the Bedford Highway. It's um, like I don't think I'm familiar with it. Jesus, I th- I hope I'm saying it correctly. The Lions head. I'll get back to you. I'll do some research and I'll get back to you. Okay. Um, 
the fact that I haven't even looked at my book yet is a good thing. Um, okay, so going into actually, you know, you know what? Let's bump to NHL a little bit. Who do you like in the NHL? What player do you want to mold your game after? Sidney Crosby is my favorite hockey player. You know, he's the best in the world for a reason. Yeah, I model my game more after Austin Matthews type of player, though. Ooh. Yes, uh, they're they're both really hard-working players, and they want to be the best. Yeah. Uh, I find I play a lot more like Austin Matthews because of his quick release and his he works really hard in the defensive zone to be able to create chances in the offensive zone. Yeah. Um, and going back to the release point, there's in my opinion, he has the fastest release in the NHL. And I'm not talking like one-timers like Ovechkin. Yeah. I mean going down the wall, cutting to the middle, and just freezing the defenseman and freezing the goalie. Agreed. So I, I that's one of my bigger skills, and – he, I find I try to model my game after him, so I'll watch a lot of highlight videos of yeah. him trying to you know, take a page out of his book. Man, the game of, well, just the NHL in general, I think has changed in the past, like, three years. Well, it's actually just as soon as Austin Matthews came to the league, so two years ago, I'd say. Right after, remember that World Championship, like when the, the Young yep. Guns team versus Europe, North America? Yep. As soon as that tournament was over, I thought the NHL style of game was just totally different. Like Faster. I, oh, so much faster. And like you said, with the release point of... Uh, Matthews I remember a certain goal it was overtime against Chicago two on one and he just ripped it through the defenseman's leg top shelf I was just amazed it was like hockey has never been like this ever at any point especially even when I played it was just so much quicker even when you talk think about a little guy playing in the NHL you're like it's possible right now because you know it's not a big man's game right now it's a kid's game and if you're quick have a shot you got a shot you got a chance to make it so yeah, and the technology these days are just so advanced. Like, they'll be able to break down your game, tell you what you need to work on, and just it's just the small things like that that helps a hockey player leaps and bounds. Really? Tech, do you have, like, any examples of, like, technology-wise? It's new to me. Well, I'll, this I found this super cool. So after the draft, yeah. they brought you down to the lower part of the rink, Yeah, and it was a whole bunch of... Um, like each uh, brand name. So we went down, it was Bauer, CCM, True, Warrior, and they had you trying out all their gear. Ooh. And I was I was amazed. Yeah. But one thing I was amazed with was the True Hockey. So instead of trying on skates, so when I went to Bauer's, I tried on skates, CCM tried on skates and stuff like that. The True Hockey, they just they put us in a lunge. Yeah. And they took pictures and they did like a they took pictures of your feet so that the skate would perfectly mold around your foot. What do they take pictures with? Like a like a cam like like a camera, like and just like, like a, a digital camera, or do you have to put? It your was foot like an it was like an iPad, so we had to put our foot on like a uh, our foot on like a pad. Yeah, and like it just models it goes models around your foot, and it like I was amazed with it. I was like I've never seen anything like this before. Wow! So just small things like that can make a big difference. Um, when it comes to like, is the queue you get your own skates? What skates are you gonna roll with? Right now, I use the Bauer One S. I I love Bauer, yeah. uh, like the the skates. Yeah. And uh, when I was there, yeah, I tried on the Bauer two S skates. They're not even released yet, so Ooh. that was pretty cool. I seen them, I was like, whoa. You're gonna and get those. I want to, yeah, I want to get those. Little rule of thumb here: there's gonna be a graft guy there, and apparently no one goes and talks to him. So a lot of people feel bad for the graft guy because not a lot of people wear graft skates. I don't even know if they make them anymore. <laughs> I could, anyways, go talk to him, make him feel comfortable, because apparently, no, everyone feels bad for the guy. So just go talk to him and make him feel comfortable. Then you can wear your Bauer skates. Okay, Get, it's a good look going into camp, right? You want to be a likable guy, so make sure the graph guy likes you. I will. I will for sure. What about, what about uh, sticks? Bauer guy? 
Um, I do like Bower Sticks, but the CCM, um, I mean, the Screaming Eagles are sponsored by CCM. Okay. So I actually went over to Pro Hockey Life yesterday. And? And I wanted to try out CCM Sticks. So I grabbed the Trigger 2, I grabbed the Super Tax 2.0, and different sticks like that. Which and one do I have there? Right, no, right there. That what? is the CCM Tax. Oh, that's old. That's an old one then. Yeah, that's an older model of the Tax. Oh, okay. But I really liked the Trigger 2. So I found that was a lot like the Bauer 1S. Yeah. And I like the kick point on the Trigger 2 and like just the small things like that. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm i hoping to be able to use the Trigger 2. When it comes to like the quick release, when I think of Austin Matthews, it's like I wish I knew what flex he used in his stick because don't get me wrong, you got to be strong to get a release off like that. But it's like he has unlimited sticks. You're going to have unlimited sticks too. So you can risk having a little bit of a flexier stick to get that quick release because if you break it, you got another one coming. What kind of flex do you use? Uh, I use 77... That's 77 a, flex, which isn't bad. Yeah. Uh, I did break a lot of them off last year. I actually broke off 17 sticks last 17 season. 17 sticks. Yeah, but it was I'm a I'm a shooting type of hockey player, you know, I'll take 9 10 shots every game. Yeah. So, you know, it's a higher risk of breaking them off, but it's what I'm comfortable with and yeah. that's what I believe I'll score most goals with because I find that's the perfect per, the perfect whippiness for how my strength and how hard I want to shoot the puck. Um, you mentioned Crosby a minute ago, saying that you love Crosby. I'm a Crosby guy. I've loved him ever since he played with Ramuski, even actually back when he played for the Subways. Um, tell me what you like about him, because I know you said what you liked about Austin Matthews, but I think Matthews and Crosby are two different players. Tell me what you uh, admire about Sid. Uh, Sidney Crosby is the best leader on and off the ice. Intro. Great answer. He, um, he's, he, he puts in the most amount of work. He's the best in the world for a reason. He, you know, he's uh, worked so hard. His edges are the best, and his heart—it's his heart—that's what makes him the best. You know, he—I uh, actually heard something. Um, I read something, I think, and it said if Sidney Crosby misses more than two shots on net after the game, he'll go out on the ice and he'll shoot another hundred pucks for every sh- every shot he misses in it. a game. I love it. So it's just the little things like that—that that the will to win, the will to be the best in the world, to be like. All that, it adds up to be Sidney Crosby. Man, who knows? Maybe you'll be able to skate with him this summer or like next summer at least because he skates with like junior guys sometimes. I think he's very like selective because I heard that him and Nate run the skates. He is very selective. I've heard the exact same thing. But, but a, he's the one that picks. Yes. It'd be a dream of mine to be able to go out with him and those NHL players. Oh. That's something I've – when I moved up here, I went up to the BMO Center and I watched them and I looked at my dad and I said, I want to be on this ice someday. So every single year I know I go up and I watch him and I watch him practice and how much effort and work he puts in. And I want to be doing the exact same thing. We had a, a guy on here the other day, Conrad. He used to play for the Mooseheads, and he was talking about his first year with the Mooseheads. He got invited to one of these skates and how, like, secretive it was. So essentially he woke up at, like, I think he, said, he woke up early. He got a text. He was like, do you want to skate this afternoon with Sid? And obviously he's going to say yes. So a text came after that. It was like, okay, just be by your phone. Um, we'll let you know what rink, what time, what door, what dressing room. And you have to make it in this 20-minute slot because they lock all the other dressing rooms and they open up this one room. That's where all the boys go and get dressed. So it's like very secretive, very like keep it bottom line, last second. But hey, you could get that text one day. That's the dream. And they yeah, they are very secretive of it. I remember BMO centers where they like most of their practices take place. Is it? So I remember every morning at 9 a.m. during the summer, not every morning, but most mornings. Yeah. I just go up, see if they're on the ice. And if they are, I'd stay and watch. If not, you know, I'd drive back home. Yeah. But it's it's that again, it'd be a dream of mine to be able to get on the ice with him. It's funny when you talk to like 
hockey players compared to hockey fans. I find more hockey players would rather watch a practice rather than a game of pro hockey players. Because that's where the actual skill comes out. That's where you actually see what they're working on. That's where you actually see what makes them a great player on the ice. And all hockey players want to learn. So they'd rather watch a practice than go... To, well, the game's cool too, don't get me wrong. But seeing like... the Imagine seeing Crosby in practice working on his little skills. Like that. that's... To me, that's incredible. It is, yeah. Watching a practice, you can analyze it a lot more. Yes. Like you can watch what they're doing, the little, you know, the little deceptive things they can do. Yeah. And you know, you can. It's a better way to learn. Are you a superstitious guy? You like pregame routines and things like that? Uh, not really. No. Uh, my only really one would be when I tape my stick. I have to have five roll, like five strips on the front and six on the back. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Like Slow Jamie Ben type of deal. Wait a second. Slow down. So. What's wait a sec? So compared to front and back, you don't stop halfway. Like it's one full. One full. Okay, sorry. I thought you meant like you stopped in the middle and just did six on the front, five on the back. No. So okay. like you know how you normally tape your stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I do five. Like there'd be five strips on the front and okay. there'd be six on the back. What kind of tape do you use? Thick or skinny? Uh, black. And it, I use black tape and it'd be. Skinny. I just you know normal. Yeah, the normal stuff. Yeah. What about knob? White tape, black tape. White tape. What kind of knob? I just. I don't really do anything special, anything fancy. I just wrap it around. Do you do the? You don't do the twirls like the? You know how people twirl it. Uh, no, I used to, but I actually stopped that two years ago. Why? I'm not sure. Like I uh, sounds superstitious. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> and I actually, I do know. I actually used my buddy's stick. I broke my stick off in a game, and yeah. he had that. And when I tried it out, I was like, "Whoa, this is a really comfortable feel to it." Yeah. So I decided to give it a try, and ever since then, I was I was stuck. Do you like grippy sticks, or do you uh, like? non-grippy sticks i like grip do you put the what's it called the tape like you know how people like get the tape they tape it yeah. on backwards and then they go up and down do you do that we had a thing like that in the max dressing room oh yeah yep but no way I, uh, I just get them pre-gripped like when i buy them they'll already be gripped cool speaking about max where's your favorite place to play in that league other than uh the civic like I do like, you like those uh, road trips up to cape breton playing in one of those rinks um the cape breton islanders uh, their home rink i'm not i forget what it's called but their rink is my favorite. Oh, that's out. That's like out there. Yeah. And it's, it's named it's by... It's a lot uh, like a barn. Al McGinnis. Al McGinnis? Uh, yep, uh, yes, yes. Is that, that what it is? Yes. It's the Al McGinnis rink. Yeah. He... Uh, not he. Um, I love that rink because the ice is so fast. It's so cold in the rink that when you're gliding, you're, it's a fast ice and the, everything is just moving faster. Nice. Well, right before that, you play at Center 200. That's usually how it works. You go Center 200, Al McGinnis. So how did you like playing at Center 200? Because you're going to be there a bit more. I've actually, uh, we didn't play at the Center 200. What? We played in the uh, Scotiabank Center instead. Really? Yes. So you didn't, why didn't you play out there this year? Because that's, isn't that where the Islanders, uh, or not the Islanders, there's two Cape Breton teams, isn't there? Yes, the Tradesmen. The Tradesmen. Isn't that where the Tradesmen play? Uh, nope, not at the Center 200. Oh, where do they play now? Um... I think it's called the mem- member two or something like oh. something along those lines. Okay. And it's a, like another it's another really nice rink. Yeah. I know it's only a few minutes from the center two hundred. That's where we used to play center two hundred. Have you ever played on that rink, center two hundred? No. Nice I've actually rink. never even been in it. Never been in it. Nope. I'm uh, I'm going to be in it Thursday though because um, I'm actually going back to Newfoundland for a few days. Okay. And we're driving across this pro like we're driving across Nova Scotia and we're yeah. taking the ferry. Okay. So when I'm going through yeah. before I take the ferry when we're in Sydney, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm meeting up with a few of the Cape Breton staff. Yeah. And they're gonna show me around, which is pretty cool. Nice. So you're gonna bring your skates, get on the ice, or you're just gonna walk around the rink? I'm just gonna walk around. I know uh the ex captain you know Stephen Woodworth, he used to be the captain of Cape Breton. 
I'm not familiar with him. Three years ago, he was a billet. When he played junior A with me, he stayed here. And he was the captain for Cape, Cape Breton for like three years, three, four years. Anyways, he had nothing but great things to say about the organization. Great staff. They treat you like you're a pro. Um, and yeah, just like off the ice, things like that. Just anything you need, they take care of. Like you'll notice such a huge difference from like the major midget level to the major junior level when it comes to like just people taking care of you. It's it's awesome. Yeah, I've heard all great things. I've talked to many players, Have you? and it's all it's all the best. Man, I don't even know. I haven't even. I didn't follow major junior at all last year. But um, if you guys have a good team this year and like Mem Cup, who knows? Maybe I hope so. Right here in your backyard, that'd be incredible. First year, so you'll be 16 by the time the year starts, right? When's yes. your birthday? July. I'm July 4th. Okay, yeah. You can't even drive yet. Nope. Not yet. Oh my god! I can't man. wait. <laughs> when do you have, do you have? Do you have your beginners yet? Nope. I get it. Uh, like when you're when you turn 16. Oh, you can, I thought you were allowed to have your beginners when you're 15. Maybe not. No. I don't know. Nope. What high school do you go to? I go to Charles P. Allen. Oh yeah, it's Charles P. Allen. CPA. I went to the West. Oh. Did okay. who? Uh, you know Matt Welsh, the goalie for PEI. Yes. He he went. No, he went to the West. Sorry. Uh, he didn't go to CPA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he went to the West. We talked about that the other day. Um, so let's talk about NHL playoffs. They just passed. Um, Washington versus Vegas. Did you like that series? What did you not like about the series? Give, that me, your, was give me your take on it. That was phenomenal. That was so cool. An expansion team, like a new team into the league, yeah. making it that far. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like uh, no one expected it, and no one expected them to get this far, and for them to you know overcome that, overcome adversity, yeah. and be able to do what they did, is it's amazing. Uh, Washington, they played amazing as well. They, I, Ovechkin did everything he could. Holtby, all those, all those big impact players did a lot, and Washington, in my opinion, did deserve it. Yeah, that's a good, that's uh, well said. I honestly did want Vegas to win, but at the same time, I was like, you know what, Ovechkin does deserve one. Crosby's been beating him his whole career, and I kind of felt bad. He does. He he needed one. Yeah. And Fleury already has enough cups. But all the boy, man, if they're able to keep that team in Vegas next year, they could win again. They could win next year, not again, but they could win. Yeah, they could Flurry give it another. Too. They could give it another good run for sure. I'm talking about Flurry. Used to play for Cape Breton as well. Uh, he came in and uh, brought immediate success to Vegas. Just a great place for him to go. It is. Yeah, it was. It's good for him. You know, he was a starting goaltender there, and he it was. You know, he pl- he played very very well. You ever been to any NHL games? I went to Pittsburgh versus Dallas. Oh, in uh, Pittsburgh or in Dallas? In Dallas. Oh, what's it like there in Dallas? It's a really nice spot. Really, yeah. really warm outside. I yeah. went during, I went during February, and that oh. was really warm then. So that was a great experience. That game went to shootout. How did Sid play? Um, I was pretty upset. Sidney Crosby wasn't playing. I no. think he had a jaw injury at that time. It was a few years back, and he wasn't playing due to that. You must have been so pissed. Travel all the way to Dallas and you can't even play. Oh, man. Yeah, but uh, it was a great time in Dallas as well. And that game was so cool. Mike Ribeiro was playing for Dallas and I got to watch him and all like uh, Pascal Dupuis, all those good hockey players. So Pascal Dupuis, I forgot about that guy. I love that guy. Him and Sid together, like back when they played, him, Sid, and uh, Kunitz, those were the good old Pittsburgh days. Oh, yes, for sure. Did you? I might have cut you off. Did you say you've seen another one, or was it just that? Um, Recently, I've seen Minnesota versus Dallas as well, which is kind of funny. Back in Dallas? In Minnesota. What are you doing? You're traveling traveling everywhere. (laughs) I travel a lot for hockey. There you go. Oh, you, you went for hockey. It wasn't like just for vacation. 
Um, when I went to Dallas, it was for vacation because I have relatives up there. Okay. But when I went to Minnesota, it was for hockey. For the Max? No. For it what? W- it would have been two years ago, and that was f- to go a, a tryout for Shattuck St. Mary's. Oh, okay. I didn't. You tried out for Shattuck. I didn't know that. Yeah, I uh, I, I made the team. Attaboy. It was unfortunate. Uh, our family couldn't afford it. Okay. But it was a great experience to be able to go up and see the competition Dude, in the Minnesota area. Awesome. Do they have a bunch of plaques of Crosby everywhere? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Crosby, Taves, all those players. The alumni that comes through that place is ridiculous. I'm pretty sure Nate played there too. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe. I th- no, I'm pretty sure he did. What's Minnesota like? I've never been. I heard it's like similar to Canada when it comes to the hockey culture. It's just hockey, 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 hockey. It is, yeah. That's a big hockey, hockey area for sure. And they got the really nice Mall of America. It's the biggest mall in all of the U.S. Is it? So I, I walked in there, and I was amazed. Apparently, I, I believe each floor consists of like five kilometers long. So when I was walking through there, they had roller coaster parks, Lego parks. I was uh, every story you can name. I was it was it was amazing. Wow, Mall of America. I can only imagine what it's like in there. My favorite part of that whole mall, though, what was the uh, Bubblegum Shrimp Co. <laughs> it's, it's a, uh, they had a, like a little Forrest Gump area. So yeah. that, was, that was really cool. Have you ever been to California before? No. If you walk on the Santa Monica Pier, they have the same restaurant, Bubblegum uh, Shrimp. Yeah. But it's like a restaurant, and they have just like a bunch of memorabilia around the uh, around the shop. It's a it's a cool spot. Minnesota though, I did, uh, that's weird. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's a Minnesota connection in the movie. If um, he was from Minnesota. One of my favorite movies. Me too. I, I agree with you. It's definitely one of my favorite movies as well. Are you a movie guy? Uh, I watch a lot. I watch a bit of movies here and there. I wouldn't say a lot. But Give me your top three favorite movies. I know it's a tough question. Top three. Forrest Gump. That, that, wait, whoa, whoa. Forrest Gump is number one? Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's why I loved uh, going that's, to there. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, Forrest Gump would be number one. Number two would be Chasing Mavericks. Never seen it. Uh, it's a more of a motivational type of movie. It's about a surfer. I'll watch that tonight. I'm a very, big movie guy. very good. Recommend it. Okay. And now you see me. Have you ever seen that? It's yeah. What's magician. that Magician. Uh, it's about uh, magicians. Oh yeah. Is that Mark or who's in that? Um, Is that the one where they can disappear and travel anywhere at any point? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. And it's like the cops are chasing them. They're always like three, four steps ahead of the cops, and it's really cool. Yeah, I've seen the trailer. I didn't see that one. Okay. Oh, I recommend that one as well. Great I'm movie. actually gonna write that down right now. The Mavericks. Chasing Mavericks, oh. and now you see me. Chasing Mavericks, and now you see me. Last night I watched um, Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. That guy was incredible. You ever hear about Bruce Lee? Obviously, you've heard his name. Yes. Um, the guy died at 32 years old, but what he got accomplished before he died at 32 was insane. He was like, he started essentially martial arts in the States, got brought over. His dad gave him a bunch of money to come over from, I forget where he was from, and essentially just started martial arts over in California, became a movie star, became a stuntman, or became, became a stuntman first, then became a movie star, and all before the age of 32. It was just incredible. So I recommend you watch that. I'll definitely look into Very it. Very motivational. What's it called again? The Dragon? It's called Dragon. Dragon. And then The Bruce Lee Story. Okay. It was made back in like 1993. I love older movies. I don't know why. Movies these yeah. days. I'll look into it. Another one is Chef, John Favreau. Yep. I've uh, seen You've, that. Is that's, that a, that's the food truck yeah. movie, correct? That's probably my one of my favorite movies of that's all time. That's a good one. That's a good movie. I, lo- I hate movies that have like a big budget because it kind of takes away from the story. The best thing that makes a movie is a good story. And you don't need $100 million for a good story. You yeah, just need I a couple mil, you. make a good story, get some good actors, you're fine. 
Yeah, totally. Pre-game uh, road trips for the Max. What movie was on the television? Or did you? Do they even have TVs on the on the buses anymore? Uh, they do have TVs. Uh, during Christmas time, we watched Home Alone on the bus. Yeah. And a little bit of Trailer Park Boys as well. I remember there was like a Trailer Park Boys Christmas special. I I, I wasn't really tuning into that, but <laughs> I remember looking up and and seeing it on the TVs. Home Alone one. Uh, we watched Home Alone one and two. Oh, I, well, I'm not surprised, but one's way better, I find. I found one and two is good, but after that, I find it kind of drops off. Wait a second, there's a third? There's like three and four, and I think there might even be a fifth. No. Yeah, but the the third and fourth and fifth are with different, the kid is a different actor. Talk about a money grab. Yeah. Do you ever see the movie Sandlot? Yes. That's another classic. That's a good one as well. American, uh, American classic. Could yeah. be Canadian, but still. Um. What was I going to ask you? Oh, yeah. Um, so if you're going to Cape Breton uh, and you're getting all the gear and stuff, like the helmet, the visor, have you practiced yet with a visor or anything like that? Or are you just starting now this summer? Um, I got my visor. I, I bought a, a visor last year. I didn't really use it much last year because it wasn't much use. Yeah. Uh, as soon as this summer started up, I, uh, clipped it right, I clipped it right back on, and I used it right away so I can get used to it. You like it? I do. I find it's a lot better. Like, cages are good, yeah. but I find just the vision, and it, I just like it a lot more. See, I was the opposite. I, I didn't like them. I found they fogged up. They might have made better advancements in them, but I yeah. always found they, they fogged up, and I don't know. I, I just I personally didn't like it, and they always got scratched. And in junior A, which I played most, it was hard for them to replace it. But I guess in the queue, they replace them as much as possible. Well, the one I have, it, uh, it defogs itself. So oh. like, it doesn't really get fogged up, which is good. Like, of course, you'll get it scratched up here and there because, you know, it might be tossing around a bit in your hockey bag. Yeah. Or you might take a stick to the visor or something along those lines. Yeah. But, but that's just normal. Do you have, like, what are they, what are they called? Helmet, helmet bags? Do you have a helmet bag? Like, you put your helmet in the bag so your skates won't scratch it or anything? I just wrap it up in a jersey, and then the visor, I wrap a towel around it. So I wrap the towel around the visor, and then I put my helmet in the jersey. Oh, yeah. That's smart. Um... Jesus, we're running out of questions. We talked about everything. You're a quick talker. I like huh. it, though. You're right, you're right to the point. It's not bad. Oh, yeah. Billets. Have you talked to your billets yet? Do you know who you're living with? Uh, I'm not sure yet. I haven't been told anything along those lines who I'll be living with. Okay. But I was, uh, again, I've talked to a lot of players in Cape Breton. Yeah. And they said the billets are top of the line. They said they really care for you. They uh, they watch your nutrition. You know, they watch your, like, your rest. And they, like, they want you to be to be the best you could yeah. every day, day in, day out. Yeah. So I look forward to be doing that with my billets and meeting them and getting to know them and the family, their family and being a part of it. Cool. Um, food wise, that's a big deal in the billets. I was one thing I was always nervous with was just like opening the fridge by myself. Just be like, can I go in and make a sandwich right now? So good luck with that. Thank you. Just, just open it up. Who cares? Um, what about school? Do you know the school that you're going to out there? I'll be attending Sydney Academy. Uh, is that the high school? I don't know what that. Yes, uh, they have two schools uh, that I'm familiar with down in Cape Breton, and that's Riverview and Sydney Academy. Okay. Uh, the Cape Breton players that are still in high school go to Sydney Academy, so I'll be attending Grade 11 there next year. Grade 11. Wow, yes. man, you're young. What's the university they go to up there? Do you know? Um, you could go to Saint Effex, CBU. Uh, those are the two universities in Cape Breton. Okay, cool. Um, so let's let's just talk about overall in general what you're looking forward to most about you know 
playing junior. There's a lot of emotions going through you right now. You just got drafted 10th overall. I know the exact, not the exact feeling, but I know the, the anxiousness. You're excited to get to camp, get going, play in front of bigger crowds. What's like the one thing that you are just looking forward to most about playing this caliber of hockey? Just being able to make the jump. Yeah. Like, you know, knowing that you're going up in the levels, you know, you're going to be a better player. Uh, that's a big that's a big thing. I'm yeah. super excited to be with a part of this team. Yeah. Um, the Screaming Eagles is a great organization, and I can't wait to you know play in front of thousands of fans. You know, uh, get treated very very professionally. It's all it all is a big factor towards your experience. Yeah. Do you have like an agent or anything like that? Or is I that, do. Yes. Do you? Uh, Brian Dubay of OLP Sports. Oh, okay, cool. So you must have came into play recently. Or were you with him last year too? Um, I got with him yeah. at the beginning of the Max season. Cool. He also represents another big name, Drake Batherson. Oh. So I got to know him over, like, I got his contact on my phone. So, there you, go. you know, he'll, he texts me, you know, how are things going, which is good. Like, he's, he's a very, very nice guy. Yeah. Where's and Drake training at? Pro Edge as well. Dude, tell him to come on here. We got to get him. I need him on here. I've been, all I hear is good things about this guy, that he's a stud. So he we got to get him on. Yeah, he's a great guy, great hockey player. Uh, yeah, I can definitely uh, send him a message and just say, hey, uh, the high button's looking. Yeah, the high button's well, looking for him hard. Yeah. Liam O'Brien was saying that he's a great player too. So He is. We'll get him on here for sure. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, I pretty much covered everything I, I, uh, I wanted to talk to you about. We're running up on 40 minutes here. Um, essentially, yeah, like what I'd love to do, like when you come back to Halifax this year, I don't know if you've seen like our street interviews, like I'll run up on people and like ask questions. So like when you come and do like, uh, when you come and play against Halifax, I'd love to come and like interview at the Metro center, like pregame or something and just see like how your junior career is going so far. That would be perfect. That'd be awesome. I'd love to do that. Um, I don't know if I can get ringside access, but I'll come before and we'll, I'll talk to you like in the stands or something. That'd be cool. That'll be I'd, sick. I'd like that. Because it's like I have so many questions about like your billet, what you're looking forward to most. But like once you actually go through all this stuff the first couple months, you'll have an answer for me, what you like about it, and it'll be good. Yeah, I'll be able to give you the feedback, and I know for sure it'll all be positive. Sounds good, man. All right, well, everyone listening, thank you. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, if you could go to our social media pages like our Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, all that good stuff, I appreciate it. Alex, once again, thank you for coming on, man. Thank you again for having me. Love it. All right. We're out. Love you guys.